Leaders are not born in a womb. They are forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fire Forge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family. Using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with the Fire Forged Leader. Hey all, welcome to the Fire Forge Leader Podcast. So first off, this is the very first episode with the new intro. And then later on, you're going to be hearing the new outro. So anyways, I want to give a huge shout out to Ed. I haven't known Ed for very long, but he rocked it on putting these intro and outros together for me. I, I think they're absolutely fantastic. They had just the spark I was looking for. Uh, it really makes you feel like you're entering into this forge that I talk about. So I really hope that it sent sh shivers down your spine, just like it did mine when I heard it for the first time. So going beyond that a little bit, I hope you guys have been enjoying all the recent episodes. I've really been over the past 24 hours, really been thinking back about all, all of the amazing people that have intersected my path throughout the years. Some of them I've had on this podcast, right? And I'm really just super grateful today that I have a platform to share their stories with each and every one of you. You know, these people really changed my life for the better over time. And I'm sure their stories can add value to you as well. So really glad to have this platform, really feeling grateful today. And, you know, a lot of the reason why I feel grateful today is really, it, it's because I feel damn good today. I'm recording this episode. It is January 25th. I'm going to put a date time stamp on that right now because this morning, my very first grandchild was born. I had a little grandson that was made his way into the world today. And, you know, I'm just feeling grateful overall, right? Amazing feeling that I got. I think about all this, uh, you know, everything that I've done in my life, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And overall, I'm just blessed beyond measure. You know, I'm blessed with a, a large family that's growing by the day. You know, just blessed all the way around with that. You know, the Lord has been good to me. And I'm just, overall, I'm just simply grateful. So with that, let's get into the topic today and really lead with intention. So today I want to talk about self-confidence. And really, we're going to end up talking about the role that integrity has within taking control of your self-confidence. So as you guys know how I like to do it, I'm going to start off with the definition, right? The definition is 
of self-confidence. So the, the dictionary states that self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So let's dive into that definition just a little bit more and break it down. I feel like the main point in this definition is the words, a feeling of trust. So if we look at the definition for trust for a minute, it's the assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something in which confidence is placed. So when we talk about that definition, right, we have confidence placed in something, right, based off from the assured reliance of the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone. So really, it's the cyclical type of relationship in between trust and self-confidence when it comes down to it. Right. Because at the end, we're talking about of someone in which confidence is placed. And when we talk about confidence and we put self in front of it, it's really the sure reliance of the character, ability, strength, or truth of ourselves in which confidence is placed. It's an interesting way to look at it, isn't it? So now that we're really getting those definitions out of the way, I want to start in the home today, all right, and talk about some examples there, because I'm not sure that I really have focused on the home enough. You know, generally, I jump right into the work detail, but we got to lead at home too, people. So let's throw the this example out there. And I'm going to tell you, I have broken this rule so many times in my life that it makes me sick today, but I don't anymore. So let's say that your son or daughter simply asks you to play a game with them. You agree to it. You tell them, yeah, you know, we we're kind of wrapping up for the night tonight. But you know what? As soon as I get home from work tomorrow, we can play that game. Your child is sitting there thinking, you know, okay, great. We're going to play that game tomorrow. I got something to look forward to. You know, they're skipping down the hallway at school, whatever the case may be. Next day rolls around or maybe even later that night. and One of your buddies called up and says, hey, you know, Old John, he got sick last night. He's not going to be able to make it. I need a fourth man for my golf tourney tomorrow. And you go. So if we rewind and look at that definition of trust, you just went to a golf tournament after work instead of doing what you said you were going to do and go home and play that game with your child. 
did you really show a definition of trust with your child at that point? Did you show that assured reliance of the truth? What about when you tell your wife that you're going to complete a project around the house? Or you tell, you know, your kid that you'll be in there to tuck him in. Whatever the case may be. Are you really showing trust in those situations? Let's bring it out to the work environment for a little bit. You have an important project that you're working on at work. You talk to your your boss, you commit to a deadline, and you don't get it done, right? That's one thing, but at the same time, you didn't communicate, and you waited for the boss to approach you. Are, Are you sticking to the definition of trust at that point? What about when you accept a meeting and you don't go? What about when you tell the employees that they time off, they can have time off, but then later you rescind it for business needs, right? Are you standing up for that definition of trust in those moments? How about a, when you're out in the community, right? Say that you commit to, t- to lead a group of children on a hike. You tell everybody to be there at a given time. For whatever reason, you show up late. It may be that you had to run into work and take care of something. But at the end of the day, you showed up late. How's that trust now? What about when you tell your neighbor you're going to help them with a project and you blow them off? What about when you RSVP'd up a party, right? A Christmas party, whatever. And you don't go. Those are all opportunities to build trust. But did we do it? Absolutely not. All right. I hope you're all ready for a kick in the teeth because boys and girls, that's what's coming. Every single time that you make a commitment. You, number one, make it with the other party. Number two, you also make it with yourself. So on the flip side of that, when you break that commitment, you really chink that armor of trust, not only to them, but you also do it to yourself. You chink away at that armor of trust to yourself. So that was a kick in the teeth, right? What's even worse than that, though, is that it's so much easier for people to break their own trust than it is to break the trust of someone else. 
So most people do that within the first quarter of every year, right? The whole world's out there making New Year's resolutions and they break them within the first couple weeks. You know, I talk to people all the time that are continuous gym goers and it annoys the hell out of them because January and February, the gym is stocked to the rim with all these people and they got to wait them out because they know that they're all going to leave, right? So people make these New Year's resolutions and they they tell themselves things like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym every day this year. This is my New Year's resolution. This is my year. Of course, this is 2023. This is my year. 2022 was my year. 2021 was my year. However, it never happens. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm not going to yell at my kids anymore. The list goes on and on, people. When we break these commitments, we lose trust in ourselves. When we lose that trust in ourselves, we ultimately stop believing in ourselves. And that's when these self-confidence issues really overtake us. We don't believe in ourselves anymore. So, you know, I'm not going to leave it like that, right? We're going to take this up a notch. How are we going to combat this issue of self-confidence? Well, it's simple. The framework is really integrity, right? So here we go with another definition. I know I'm, I'm silly crazy about definitions, but words mean things, right? So integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. That's the first definition. The second definition is the state of being whole and undivided. And I I don't know that second that second one really speaks to me to be honest with you. That whole undivided speaks to me through biblical principles, of course, but, you know, the house has to be whole. It has to be undivided, right? How can you be in unity with yourself if you don't even make the commitments, right? If you don't live up to the commitments you make, How can you have an undivided house? So here's the steps to really living with integrity. First, we need to be realistic, right? Sometimes we commit to things thinking that we have unlimited time and resources. I'm here to tell you that's bullshit. There is no one in this world who has unlimited time and resources. There are people who have higher capacity than others because they've utilized how to utilize their time well, but nobody has unlimited time and resources. Simply just are days that we can't do everything, right? We have to make some decisions. 
which drives me right into bullet point number two, which is don't say things unless you mean it, right? Sometimes, like with our children, we just answer them, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll go play that game with you tomorrow. And we don't stop to realize that when we tell someone that we're going to do something, it's a verbal contract, right? It means that we're actually going to do it. It's a contract to them, and it's also a contract to ourselves. So bullet point number three. It's okay to say no. It is 100% okay to say no to people. It's really okay to say no to someone if it means you're going to break another commitment. It's okay to tell your golf buddies, no, you know what? I'm not going to join the golf league. You're going to have to call Gary, right? Because... I told my son, Dominic, I was going to play a game with him tonight. I can't make it to that golf tournament, guys. My kids are more important than golf. It's also okay to say no if you simply don't want to, right? There's so many times we commit to things, you know. We get invited to that Christmas party. We don't want to go. It's okay to say no. You have my permission like you needed it. But really, just say no. You know what? I don't like going to big parties. I want to go ahead and stay at home with my wife, have a candlelit dinner, whatever the case may be. And then the final bullet point, number four. When you make the damn commitment, follow through. Do what you say you're going to do. So here's the thing. If you're going to tell yourself you're going to go to the gym every day for a year, you make every attempt to do that. Because your integrity is important. I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, there's going to be things that come up. But I can also tell you that these people who drop out five business days in the start of the new year, that is a 1.4% trust rating with me. When they committed to 365 and they show up five times, it's 1.4%. However, If you make that commitment and you recommit every day and you make it 300 days out of 365, you have an 82% trust rating with me. And I will go with the bed of 82% all day long, every day. Then I'll take that 1.4%. I am going to trust that person with that 82% rating. Each and every day. And if I'm doing that 300 out of 365, I'm going to trust myself more to get over the next hurdle. I'm going to build myself up. So let me recap this 
for just a second here. The steps to living with integrity, building up your self-esteem, and just being a kick-ass human being. All starting with integrity is, number one, you got to be realistic. Be realistic about the, the time and resources that you have. Number two, don't commit to anything unless you mean it. Number three, it's okay to say no. And then finally, number four, when you make a commitment, you got to follow through with it. So I'm going to leave you with this today. At all costs, you need to be protecting your integrity. When you stay in integrity with yourself, it's going to boil over. It's going to boil over to your family, to your friends, out in your community, and everybody with you work with. But most of all, it's going to build up your self-confidence. You're going to be trusted more by others, but you're also going to be trusted by yourself. And that means your self-confidence is going to grow over time. And with each commitment that you make to yourself and everybody around you, that trust score goes up and up and up. So I hope you heard a few things on here that's going to help you out today in your leadership at home, out in your community, in your workplace. And if you did take something away today, really, I can't ask you this enough. This podcast has been resonating with people. It's given them a platform to learn about leadership, to learn about themselves. And it really has been resonating. So what I ask you to do to help this podcast reach more and more people is first, on whatever podcasting app you're listening to this on, Find the rating. On Apple Podcasts, you scroll to the bottom of the Fireforge Leader Podcast, and there'll be five stars there. Give that sucker a five-star rating if you believe in this podcast. And then if you can spare, you know, 30 seconds out of your day, leave me a detailed review in the review section. There should be a button right there that says, Leave a review, review, something like that. And then so that you don't miss a single episode, hit that subscribe button. Once again, on whatever podcasting app you're listening to, I'm not trying to force people into Apple or anything else. I'm just trying to get the message out. So with that being said, join us on The Forge over the next couple weeks and months, we're going to have some tremendous guests on. I appreciate y'all. And this was the Fire Forge Leader Podcast. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the Forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the Forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, Then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. 
Tune in next week for more lessons from The Forge.